Welcome to the Solarpreneur Podcast, where we teach you to take your solar business to the next level. My name is Taylor Armstrong, and I went from $50 in my bank account and struggling for groceries to closing 150 deals in a year and cracking the code on why sales reps fail. I teach you how to avoid the mistakes I made and bring in the top solar dogs of the industry to let you in on the secrets of generating more leads, following up like a pro, and closing more deals. What is a solarpreneur, you might ask? A solarpreneur is a new breed of solar pro that is willing to do whatever it takes to achieve mastery, and you are about to become one. What's up, solarpreneurs? Welcome back to another podcast. Today, we have someone that has blown up lately. If you haven't heard of him, you are behind the game. We got the one, the only Mo Fala on the show. So Mo, thanks for joining us in the studio here today. Thanks, Taylor. Excited to be here. For sure, man. Get some notifications. Turn my notifications off here. Um, and yeah, I'm excited, excited to have you. We're just talking before this. If you haven't heard of Mo, he is doing some unreal stuff. Um, I first heard him on my buddy Rick Martinez podcast, the door-to-door experience. You can go listen to that. But we're just talking off the mic here. And at the time, this was less than a year ago, Mo was just saying he had, what, like six guys at that time? Yeah, when when Rick and I, we shot that podcast, that was back in May. And we had uh, had like six, six, seven people in the the entire team, company. Crazy. So six guys. And when I was listening to it, I'm like, okay, this guy's cool. haven't really heard of him. It sounds like he's doing some cool stuff, but didn't really think much of it. And then fast forward, I'm at Door to Door Con just a few weeks ago, and I see Mo up on stage, and he brings like, it looked like 50, 60 dudes, but I don't know if it's that many, but just an <laughs> entire crowd of people up there. And they're like winning these awards. They're like going nuts. Um, he's got this whole like Wolf of Wall Street vibe and all these dudes. I'm like, where did this guy come from? And then he's getting an award for doing, uh, I think, what, 28 million? 20, yeah, 28 and a half. 28 and a half in his first year. And I'm like, holy cow, okay, this guy, uh, there's definitely more to this guy than I thought when I first heard him on, on Rick's podcast. <laughs> uh, so he's doing some incredible stuff. And to have that kind of growth in a year, I don't, to, die, to my knowledge, I don't think it's been done. So we're going to jam and talk about what he's been doing to have that extreme growth and hear about some of his secrets. And yeah, just uh, see what's up. So um, let's do it, man. Let's, I'm excited. Yeah, let's yeah. get it going. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I guess you. Um, I mean, I'm just going off of what I heard in Rick's podcast and everything. But do you want to tell about your background, how you even got into solar cells? Yeah. So oh, yeah. Um, so I, I accidentally got uh, kind of stumbled into it. So uh, I was I first started direct sales when I was. Uh, the first time I like worked at like actual like commission only like straight sales, uh, I was 19. I was in I was doing real estate back in Ohio, and um, buddy of mine, he uh, who who I knew, who family friend, he uh, hit me up and he he was somebody who I always looked up to. He was probably like 27, 28 at the time. I was 19, and uh, he said to me, he's like, you know, the only way, the only way that you're truly going to make a lot of money in life is through direct sales. And he's somebody I looked up to. He was like, like I said, he was like 27 or 28. He um, had the white R8, the white G-Wagon, lived in the penthouse in Toronto, like smoking hot girlfriend. Like like he, he was he was the guy who like always threw like crazy parties, like, you know, great Gatsby style, right? Like, okay. uh, and and every time, you know, he, he was the guy that 
he could have really whatever he wanted in life. Like there was nothing like stopping him. Money was never like a an issue for him. And like I didn't grow up in that. You know, I grew up like middle class. Um, I had everything I needed, but you know, not the things I wanted. And I just always wanted a lifestyle like that. And so he he told me like, you know, if you come to Toronto, I'll take you under my wing. I'll teach you everything. Like it's door to door sales and. Uh, I, I didn't, you know, I didn't want to do door to door. And I was like, I told him, you know, I don't want to go door to door. Like it's, that's below me. You know, I, what do I know? Right. I'm like 19. I'm like, yeah, it's below me. Like I should be knocking doors. I'm 19. I know nothing. Right. Yeah. Um, and, uh, so he's like, all right, I'll get you an appointment. So like, we'll have guys go door to door. You just go in an appointment. So he just trained me up. Um, did that for probably like eight months. I was making pretty good money, but the province of Ontario shut down door to door solicitation. Like uh. in the whole entire province of Ontario, why uh, they shut it down? Uh, just a lot of people were like complaining. A lot of people were getting scammed. Like just door to door sales just got a really bad rap, and they just shut it down entirely. So um, he 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 was like, "All right." I was like, "Well, what do we do?" He's like, "Well, let's go to Miami." And we were selling HVAC at the time, so heating, ventilation, air conditioning, like water systems. He said, "Let's go to Miami." And so I was like, "All right, let's go to Miami." Two weeks later, I'm in Miami. Um, and I start with him, and I have to go door to door, and I'm like hating it. Like I'm just I'm not enjoying it whatsoever. And yeah. so me and him, we we split off. I join another company, I start selling windows and roofing, and they just give me leads like all day leads. And so I'm just going in like four or five appointments every single day, and I'm, I'm crushing it. This company's been in business for like ten years, mm-hmm. and like in the second month, I become like the top producer in the company, um, beating out you know thirty, forty different reps in there, wow. and. Uh, about eight months in, I created so much volume for the company, it actually bottlenecked their logistical process. Wow. And uh, they ended up going bankrupt. Uh, yeah. <laughs> wow, too Le- many sales. Legitimate. Too many sales. Like, And that's, yeah. you know, a lot of people that don't know how to handle, like, their cash flow or don't know how to handle, you know, installation processes and timelines and dealing with installers. Like, they'll run into that issue, like, very commonly. So they just weren't prepped for any of that volume whatsoever. You know, my, my second month in there, I was putting in, like, 35, 40 deals a month. When their next, where their previous like top rep was doing like fifteen, you know, oh, okay. um, I just wanted it. Like I just wanted to win. Like I wanted to make a crap ton of money. So, yeah. um, in one of my appointments, uh, when I was selling windows and roofing, there was a solar guy there, and uh, excuse me. So in one of my appointments, there was a solar guy there, mm-hmm. and uh, he 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 just stopped me like. After I finished my presentation, he's like, dude, that was, like, really good. Like, I want you to come and work for me and sell solar. And I was like, eh, like, solar doesn't make sense. Like, like too expensive. It's not a good investment. You know, just bullshit. Like, yeah. you know, fucking 30 all the home solar. Yeah. yeah, all the whole – I was literally giving – So, like, yeah, panels look ugly. It's, like, it's not a good financial play. Like, it doesn't pencil out. Like, I knew nothing about solar. And uh, after, after I lost my job, um, I found his card, called him, went to his office – he explained to me the finances and like how it worked. Like just, he literally broke down t- tax credit, 20 year financing, um, like how it worked. And I was like, looked at it and I was like, all right, dude, like what's the catch? Like this doesn't, this, there's no, True. like there's no way. I'm like, why doesn't everybody have this? And I looked at him and I said, I was like, if this is real, I'm going to sell everybody. And, you know, I'm selling people products. Like when I'm selling roofing, I'm not doing insurance, like how all the roofers do. I didn't even know that was existed. I was selling retail, like straight oh, wow. financing or cash roofing, wow. um, windows, financing or cash. So everything costs them more money. And then I found out solar is less and like they own the product and it's less, like it's less than what they're already paying. I was like, this is, this is no freaking brainer. Everyone's going to buy this. Yeah. And, um, and this was in Florida still? This is in Florida, Miami. Okay. Yeah. So I worked with them for about a month. Um, and 
And uh, I find out like the timelines are like pretty long. They're like four to six months to get an install in, in Miami. At, at the time, this was like 2000, this was 2018. And uh, I find out that that's like the time it takes to do it. And I'm, it's always been in my head. It's been a vision of mine to build a team. I've always been like the person I've wanted to have a team. I've wanted to manage people. I've wanted to train people. Like I just knew I had that ability. And I just realized if somebody's going to have to wait four to six months to get paid, there's very, very small chance I'm going to be able to recruit them. Right. And so, um, so I look up timelines and I look, where's the fastest timelines in the United States. I found it's California. I just found, find a company out here. Um, I come, I leave and I start a, uh, uh, I start my, like, I start with them. I start a dealership with them right away. So I don't even join like a door to door company at all. I just start a dealership and, wow. um, no training, no mentorship, no guidance, whatever. Still haven't knocked doors yet ever at all. Wow. And I come to California, which is like the most hit market like right. ever. And I go to OC, which is like a really tough market too. Right. That's where I'm living. And I'm just getting like smacked. Like I'm getting absolutely killed. But like I'm recruiting people because I'm like, I just, I just know that other people are doing it here. I was like, if they can do it, like there's no reason I shouldn't be able to do it as long as I learn it. Right. Yeah. Like, I've always been a hard worker. I just knew as long as I got the information that I could do it. There's, there's no reason why somebody can do it and I can't. So, yeah. um, I just recruited some people right away and lost a bunch of people and wasn't really doing well at all. You know, we'd get excited if we did, if we did like three sales in a month, we'd get like super excited. We thought it was like fantastic, you yeah. know, cause solar money pays pretty well. You right. can do three, four sales and you're doing better Pretty than good, yeah. you're doing better than like most of the United States doing yeah. like three, four sales a month. Sure. Um, and like, I just didn't like, so, so, so I just kept on recruiting people off of like these small numbers, like showing them like, you know, 15 K a month check, 20 K a month check compared to like, you know, what we can do now. Yeah. Um, and I'm just recruiting everybody and we come here and like, I'm failing a ton. Like I'm just, I'm shit in the bed. Um, I joined Like I joined another company and it's like probably like June, probably like June, they have like a falling out with their parent organization. I end up becoming a sub dealer of a dealer. Okay. So it's like levels, levels, levels. Right. And my sub dealership at the time, um, we were doing, we were doing like more volume than the company that was above us. Like we had about 25% of the size, but we were doing over 50% of the revenue. Wow. And so we, uh, so month after month after month, I was just trying to get like better deals with, for my people so I can give them better pricing and stuff like that. And, mm -hmm. um, and I was trying to, you know, I was trying to really advance my organization. We were really like training the company that was above us and they weren't providing value anymore. Right. So, um, in January, uh, December of 19, I left and January, uh, a lot of people stayed with the other company. A lot of people just, they weren't doing solar anymore. So it was January of 2020. It was me and, uh, three others. And, um, and then we went to D to D con and really got inspired by like what we saw there, nice. uh, really opened up vision, like saw, like we thought that we were doing good and like, we really weren't. Um, we saw like, we didn't even know what a golden door was at all. And we just saw all these people up there getting golden doors and we're like a hundred deals in a year. Like, yeah, you know, we thought it was like, we, we never, you know, we never expected that. We, like, we added up how much you make per, per deal. Or like, <laughs> yeah. And then we see, like, O'Donnell. Like O'Donnell. We see yeah. O'Donnell there. He has three of them. <laughs> <laughs> like, who is this guy, right? Um, and uh, it opened up our minds to, like, what's what's totally possible. And um, so we just kept on, you know, we worked. I started it, you know, in January of 2020 and uh, worked and just kept on doing the same exact thing, kept on going door to door, just recruiting more people. And then, you know, COVID hit and... 
um, our first month in January, we did 17 sales and COVID hits in like right around March or so. And we do like four sales because like everyone's just kind of super, super scared. Yeah. Um, and none of us have ever done door-to-door before. Like door-to-door is absolutely brand new to us. And uh, we partner up with, uh, we partner up with an alarm company for a little bit because we're scared of going door-to-door in California. It's like mad strict. So yeah. we partner up with an alarm company and they basically let us call their previous homeowners that they've sold and go in and sell them. So we do that for a little bit. Uh, some of the new guys that we recruited, we just use that to like train them so they can get a ton of training inside a lot of homes, learning the process. Nice. They, um, and then they're like, oh, like, well, since COVID's like really bad here, we're just going to go to Texas. And we're like, all right, whatever. Like we, so we bring like seven guys to Texas with us to Dallas. And we were like, well, let's just sell alarms. Like these guys are here. They're selling alarms. Like let's just sell alarms. So we sell alarms for like two weeks and we we saw how easy it was to sell alarms like these alarm guys are coming in putting five six seven eight nine ten alarms a day and we're like sitting there and shadowing them and watching them just watching how easy of a process they're making it and we come back to california and i like just tell my team i'm like why don't we just treat it like an alarm sale yeah like it doesn't have to be a big deal like it's a literally just sign up process why don't we just treat solar like alarm deals and as soon as we started doing that and we shifted our mentality to like how easy it is and like treating it like an alarm sale, we started just popping off on the same days. Like nice. we went, yeah, we went from everything being an appointment book to having to come back to this. It was just like, okay, cool. Yeah. Like, let's just, let's just sit down. Like, let's just figure this out for you. And popping off from like, you know, two to three sales in a week because setting appointments, stuff like that to like two to three sales in a day, because oh. we're just treating them like alarms. Like it's really no big deal. It's like, I don't think it should be a big deal, right? Like it's, it's a no brainer. So don't treat it like it's a thirty, $40,000 investment. Treat it like it's something small because they're paying the money anyways. It's either they're going to pay it to, to themselves or they're going to pay it to somebody else over time. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we, so, so May we do 42 June, uh, we go to, we go to a sales summit, um, in Vegas hosted by D to D and the very next month we go from 42 to 106 sales. Um, just shifted our like we just got surrounded by people like we met this guy uh cooper cooper perkins and casey perkins um two brothers they did alarms for a few years and they switched to solar it was their first month in solar and um between the two of them they were in it for three weeks and between the two of them they did 44 and they were they were three weeks into solar and we were just like dude like we think we're good like we need to elevate our standards so um it created a ton of exposure so the very next month we went from 42 to 106 just because we set a goal. We said, all right, we're going to do 100. Like, let's just stick to it. Nice. I said 100. Um, we did it. Uh, very next month, like, you know, we just started bringing a ton more people out, come back to, you know, end of the year. And we did, uh, we finished it with 851 accounts total. Um, and then 20 and a half million. In January, when we start, when I started the company, um, I just, I told the guys, I was like, yeah, let's do, I was like, let's do 25 million. Like just kind of just throwing a number out there without really even thinking of like, what's 25 million? Like I knew, I knew we had to get eight, like the math equated for me is 800 accounts. If we do 800 accounts, we'll do 25 million. I just like the the number. I like 25 million. Yeah. I didn't even realize like how we're going to do it. It was just like, we're just going to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't even realize it was 28 and a half until after the year ended. It was like, yes. after the year ended, I looked at the numbers. I was like, holy shit, we did it. Like, <laughs> I was like, That's we awesome. actually did it. Um, and uh, so it was exciting, and we just we just grew massively, and um, yeah, man, that's that's like really it. Uh, it's it's kind of like a whole long process. 
like how it came to start but yeah it was just like just grinding every single day and just like just not giving up and like lots of shit happening covid external circumstances this that yeah. but just like you know sticking to what you say you're going to do and just following through on your word yeah incredible man incredible you left out one part of the story. Maybe you didn't want to say this, but before you even doing all the sales, weren't you like out selling weed and, or something? <laughs> <laughs> <As> a, <laughs> I thought that's that was a, the funniest part of the story. That's so funny. <laughs> that's, a, that's the first time I've ever like gone public. Yeah, I've never, I've never gone public about it. But I mean, we can. I don't like it's whatever now, right? So uh, that's funny. What did I tell you? Did I tell you that? Yeah, at the at the knock start. Yeah, thing. I did. That's so funny. Okay, yeah. So I didn't start direct sales at nineteen. I started direct sales. <laughs> At 15, so <laughs> I probably I probably would have gone a golden door for weed. <laughs> yeah, back, you know, um, no, like yeah. So I used to, so I started smoking weed at 15, yeah. um, and like I just liked it a lot. You know, I just yeah. I don't smoke weed anymore. I don't drink anymore. I don't smoke. I don't like not even nicotine, no caffeine. Like I'm just straight edge now. Um, but at 15, I started smoking weed and I just liked it a lot. And I just was like, you know, I was around people who liked it a lot too, and yeah. it was just expensive. You know, like you know couldn't afford it. Like I'm 15 years old. What the hell am I doing? Right. So, um, I just, I just realized like if I can just buy it in bulk and sell it to the people around me, then they'll, uh, and I could just get to smoke weed for free. (laughs) The whole entire goal was so I could smoke weed for free. I just didn't, I didn't want to spend my own cash to be able to do this thing. Like I want to do it for free. So it's like buying a duplex and then renting out the other side. Yeah. It's the same thing, right? It's live for free. Right. I just wanted to smoke for free. So, uh, you know, I didn't want to get high on my own supply. I wanted to <laughs> get high on other people's cash. So, uh, <laughs> that's funny. Um, yeah. So I did, I, I, I sold weed for probably like three, about three years or so. I had like a lot of scare, get robbed at gunpoint. Um, that's what got me into real estate. I got robbed at gunpoint. I lost probably like thirteen, fourteen thousand dollars. Um, being an 18 year old kid. And I was like, yeah. you know, I, I, I thought my life was going to get taken away from me and at that point, I just realized, like, how fast and how easy it was for money to disappear. Yeah. And uh, I was like, I just need to go somewhere secure. So I bought my first house at 19. Nice. Uh, yeah. Um, foreclosure in Akron, Ohio. Bought my first house. Flipped it. Uh, flipped two houses by 20. Um, wow. Yeah. Made, flipped 47K into 175K. Nice. Um, yeah. It was, it was good for, like, a 20-year-old, you know. Yeah. Um, awesome. Yeah, so, yeah, truly direct sales, I guess you'd say 50. So (laughs) I wasn't really counting that. (laughs) But, yeah, I mean, like, pretty good, like, you know, good model, like, dealer. Like, right now, Simple Soil, like, I'm a dealer. And then, like, just, like, you know, find people that sell and produce and our guys produce, and they do really well, and they make very, very good money doing what they do. And, um, yeah. Yeah, same thing you're doing now, (laughs) just in solar. Yeah, just legal. Legal, I'm still selling green, right? (laughs) The the green, yeah, from 15 to now, I'm still selling green. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Uh, That's so funny. uh, I've never gone public about that. Yeah, well. That's funny. Buddy. There's a first time we can edit it out, but <laughs> but hey man, Grant Cardone talks about how he was. Yeah, know, I don't know if he was dealing it, but it's funny. <laughs> but no man, uh, I love the stuff you're saying, and um, yeah, it's just super cool how you're talking about how you got connected with all the people. And um, I was joking with Mo too when we were hanging out at Door to Door Con and stuff. Um, how I think you said you heard about Door to Door Con from the podcaster, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was you. You were yeah. on with Mike O'Donnell. Okay. And in that podcast, O'Donnell just talked about, like, yeah, D2D Con is, like, 300 bucks. Like, you should go. And I was like, what the fuck is D2D Con? <laughs> and so I never heard about Taylor before. Somebody referred Solarpreneur Podcast to me. And okay. this was in this was in November of 
19, November of 19. That's when I heard of you and your podcast, and I met you. You didn't even remember meeting me, but I knew yeah. who you were. You didn't know who I was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I, met, then, I think I met, like, six or seven guys on your team. Yeah, yeah. And so, you're, yeah, you were sitting, like, with O'Donnell, and you were, doing, you were doing a podcast with him or, like, a Facebook Live with him. Yeah. And I, we had, like, 15 of our guys just surrounding <laughs> me. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. Uh, I was so nervous. I'm yeah. like, where is yeah, <laughs> we were having like scream because it's like so loud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. So I heard of, so I've heard D to D because of your podcast. This is crazy. I heard D to D because of your podcast that you had with O'Donnell. I didn't even know who O'Donnell was mm-hmm. until I found out until I heard your podcast with him. He mentioned something to D to D. We go to D to D. Opens up our eyes in May of May of twenty. We take a few of our guys to Sales Summit, which is a D to D event. Mm-hmm. Um, and we go from 42 to 106 just because of that exposure created. And then we signed on with D2D experts through consulting, six-figure consulting, the six-month, six-month, six-figure consulting package with them. And they just helped us, like, get all of our structure and systems and processes and, and everything in line, like, to be able to help us do it. So, like, like I got to thank you because, dude, I would have never even, like, like, we would not have hit that if we didn't get the consulting that we, that we got with them. So, like, I got to thank you for hosting the solarpreneur podcast because without the podcast i would have never found out about door to door which would have never given me the exposure which would have then given me the results which would have then given me the funds to be able to get the consulting which would have then given me the ability to produce what we've produced and now i'm here sitting on your podcast a year and a half later like it's absolutely crazy full circle how all this stuff works small world yeah so yeah i I mean i appreciate you for having this i mean you're like if you did this if you were able to help me with these results like what you've been able to do for other people who like maybe aren't like as vocal about the results and maybe don't express enough. Like, I mean, dude, you, you do phenomenal work here. Like that's, it's awesome. Appreciate it, brother. Appreciate yeah. it. And no, that's what keeps us going. Cause yeah, it's not easy to, you know, run a podcast and still sell and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. stories like that. And I was joking with Mo. I'm like, dude, you need to be paying me like overrides yeah. on your guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, this guy's going to retire early. Yeah. <laughs> But no, that's what it's all about is just helping build each other up. And yeah, I love what you say just about the exposure because every time it's true, every time you go to events like that, mm-hmm. you think you're the shiz, you know, and then you go to these events, see guys like Mike O'Donnell and companies that are just doing double, triple what you're doing. You're like, okay, it's possible. Like same thing, mm-hmm. four minute mile, you know, mm-hmm. Roger Baniston or whatever didn't. Mm-hmm. He was the first one to hit it, and then people start hitting it right after that. Now or, it's like if you don't do a four-minute mile, like, you're not even looked at. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so it's like that's raising the standard of uh-huh. what's possible. Guys don't think things are possible, and, yeah. you know, seeing other people hit it, and like, dang, okay, it is possible, and why can't I do it too? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's what happens to me every time I go to these events too, and um, that's why I'm, I'm an event junkie. I think I go to maybe too many sometimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it helps, and then. I know you guys invested in, um, yeah, door-to-door and all that and help set up. So, yeah, you guys are, you have, like, a set amount you're investing, and that's a huge part, I think, of what you guys do is just investing in, you know, personal development and, um, you know, sales training and all that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, like, Simple Solar as a whole, like, and I, I, we, we had a company-wide meeting on January 15th, and I, you know, it, it really dawned on me, like, uh, probably about a week before then, and um, it was like about a week or two before then, like it was actually at D2DCon is when it dawned on me. Simple Solar really at its core is a personal development company. Like at its core, it's a personal development company 
we offer a platform for people to have the opportunity to go out and make a good income for themselves, not just a good income, but a phenomenal income if you really apply yourself. And then Simple Solar works for everybody who is inside the organization. Like we, like we don't look at it as any of them work for us, like at all. Like we at the company Simple Solar, we work for all of our reps. Like I'm working for my reps. Like my reps, they're my boss. Like I do everything for them. All of our tools and systems are developed for them. So we just we design and build the platform to help them, you know, have the most success internally as possible. But at its core, it's it's truly a personal development platform. Like the majority of our people are currently in 75 hard if they haven't finished 75 hard. Um, we have book clubs. We have um, we always bring different mentors to come in. You know, we invest a lot in personal development. We had our whole team, like majority of our team at D to D Con, um, taking yeah. them to events, bringing live guests to come on doing zoom calls and having guys who are doing, you know, 200 plus come and speak to us, you know, um, just really, really just trying to evolve the individual because we're in the people business and the better you are as a person, like the more you're going to produce in your own life. It's just, it's all about how good you are internally. If you don't fix the internal, you're not going to have external results. Yeah. It's huge. And yeah, I mean, you know, especially out on the doors, like I know for me, anytime I'm in a fight with my wife or like stuff is going on. Like it's so hard to be out on the doors cause you know, you got like, you know, internal issues and all that. So I think there's nothing more important in this industry, especially when you're going door to door to really push for the self development, personal development. And then cause it reflects anytime you're out on the doors. I mean, going to the door is like someone looking at a mirror. I think they're going to see what's going on in your life. So if you don't have your life up to that and striving to be better then. Yeah, it's really tough to be successful, as I'm sure you've seen. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I love the culture, too. And, um, yeah, I mean, I said at the beginning, you guys, it feels like the whole Wolf of Wall Street vibe. You got a bunch of, like, young hustlers. Seems like most of your guys are, what, like, I 18 think our, to 24 our, or something? Our, yeah, our average, our average age in our company is 22. Yeah, that's 20, crazy. Yeah. You got 22-year-olds making insane amounts of money. And well, I mean, this is the thing, right? Like, when somebody's, when somebody's young and at that age, like, if you can plant the right seed in that person's head, that person's going to believe it. And everybody's actions and their results are all based on their beliefs. Like it's hard to, it's hard to tell somebody who's 45 years old, who their whole entire life, they've just been like, you know, taught one thing and only told one thing and, you know, lived paycheck to paycheck or whatever it is. And you tell them, yeah, dude, you can do this and you can make half a million dollars. And they're just like, oh, dude, like, fuck you. What are you talking about? Like, what do you know? You're 25, you're 26, you know? Yeah. I just turned 26, so you're 26. Like, but, like, if you tell somebody who's, like, 18, 19, 20-year-old, like, hey, dude, like, this is an opportunity for you to make this much money. This is what you have to do. These are the numbers. These are the results. They don't know any better. So, like, if you're going to instill a belief in somebody who's young, they're going to follow through with it because they don't know any better. So I'm going to instill extremely positive beliefs in that person. Like I'm going to, I'm not going to tell them, yeah, you could do this and you can make a hundred thousand. I'll tell them like, you can do this and you fall through with this and you can make half a million. You can change your legacy. You can change your future. You can establish yourself so you can pass this down to your kids and your grandkids and start establishing generational. What Like I plant these beliefs in their head because like they're the beliefs, you the beliefs that you have are, are they going to serve you or they're going to harm you? So like they're all young because first of all, it's like, it's a very, very positive thing for them. Like I'm changing people's lives and our organization is changing people's lives because they believe that they can actually do it. And when you believe it, like your actions follow, when your actions follow, the results come. Yeah. Love that. And yeah, it's true. It's incredible. Like if you instill that belief in people, I know Vivint Solar does a good job of that too. Mm -hmm. 
meet with love some Viv- of their love guys. Love Vivint. Vivint's phenomenal company. Yeah. They're, 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 they probably have the best culture in the across the across the board. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's any great company. I think they're always saying that, like, look, you're subtracting years, you know, off your life, basically. Like, they're like, look, if you hit it hard with this, anyone could retire early if they're hitting it hard in solar. Mm-hmm. It's like, where else can you go make three, four, five hundred grand mm-hmm. in have no degree, no yeah. like experience before yeah. that. It's I was, like, I was, so before I came here, I was in San Diego with my team. I just so San Diego won our uh, 2020 top team. Um, so I just presented a big trophy and I, I t- spoke with them for probably like about an hour. And um, I was saying the same exact thing, like, dude, like you guys make like what surgeons make and doctors and lawyers, <laughs> and like all you do is literally like knock on doors and talk to people and like help them save money. You have to convince somebody to spend less. Yeah. <laughs> And you're getting paid like what doctors make as long as you do it. It's like as long as you treat it like a full time job. Yeah. B- big problem is people just don't treat it like a full job, full time job because right. solar pays too much. It's like a big problem. I know. Like, it's like, <laughs> like it's, a, it's a big problem. Yeah. Like we we pays too much. So like you know. Just get lazy. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's so funny. Yeah. Um, but I was, I was I was saying to him like um, something that came up. It was like you know. Like I, the reason why I work so hard is like, you know, I, I look at my, I look at, like I don't have kids yet or anything like, you have kids? Yeah, yeah, I got one kid. One kid? Yeah, yeah. cool. Um, so I don't have kids yet or anything like that. And like, what has helped dr- like drive me is I've had to, um, I've had to find something outside of myself to work for. And because like, if I work for myself, I'm not going to like work really, because I, I don't need a lot, you know? Yeah. I don't need a lot for me to like justify like the amount of money I make or whatever it is. But like, I, I placed I placed my work on literally the idea of like my future kids. Like I don't have kids yet. I want to have kids. I want to be a father. You know, I want to raise a family. And I I place the the reason why I work so hard on the future family that I want to create and the opportunities that I want to give them. And like I just imagine, I just imagine this this moment and like it it, it scares me. Like I like I love, I love sports. I played sports my whole entire life, and mm-hmm. I want my kids to play sports. I want to play soccer or basketball. Like all that stuff. And I, the thing that would absolutely just destroy me is if like, I'm not able to go to my kids game or pick them up from practice or anything because I have to go to work Yeah, because I have to make ends meet. Like that just scares the hell out of me. Yeah. And like, it just, it makes me like, it makes me sad. And I was saying it in the meeting today, like I started watering up and there's a girl there who is on our team. She's a mother. And she started crying, like just the thought of it. She has, a, you know, a four-year-old, and she just started crying thinking of that too. Is like, awesome. like, I would never want there to be a day where like my son or daughter, like, looked up in the crowds and like didn't see me there or see their mother there because I have to go to work, yeah. and like I don't want to create that life for them. Yeah. Like, just something as little as that just makes me want to get up and just work so freaking hard. Yeah, I don't even have kids yet. You know, like, <laughs> know, it's maybe I'm crying for my future kids that, like, I don't even have, right? But, like, I, I have I to attach, like, find something outside of myself to be able to work for. It has to be yeah. bigger than me. Yeah. No, that's huge. And, yeah, I, I can tell your guys are going to yeah, work insanely hard and still in that belief in them because yeah, everything changes when you have a kid. Mm-hmm. I mean. I can imagine, yeah. man. Yeah, like, I don't, like, I don't even have one, but, like, you know, you have one. And uh, how no, old's your son? He's one. He's one? But, oh, yeah. so brand new. Brand new yeah, father. No, Good no. for you. Congrats. Thank you. Thank you. But no, I wish I would have treated it like that because yeah. when I was your I wasn't treating it How like old that. Are you? I'm 27, so oh, you're a year older than me. Yeah, yeah. Okay. a year older. But I wish, you know, I wish when I was like the age of the guys on your team because I came out here when I was about 23, I think. Okay. Um, but yeah, I didn't treat it like that. I, yeah. I was happy with a cell month to go out and 
mm-hmm. you know, buying my food. And I came out with like 20 bucks in my bank account. Yeah. So <laughs> it's like, that was insane <laughs> it's money to a, me. It was a win. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. back then we were making nothing too. So uh-huh. yeah, guys are spoiled. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I was making like, you know, 300 a kilowatt back yeah. then. And I, I, I know this company used to pay like 50 bucks a panel. Like <laughs> it's a, this is, yeah, you got, you got commissioned by the panel. <laughs> Yeah, they should do that. Uh, Make guys work harder. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, I love that, man. And then, um, yeah, I wanted to ask you, You so you talked about how you guys are just treating the cells like alarms. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, obviously most people aren't doing that. They're afraid to, you know, they're getting appointments set a week out and everything. So what do you guys have your, or what do you have your guys say? How did you like create that transition in your company? I know you said some of your guys were doing alarms, but... Mm-hmm. What's your guys line? How do you get them to like line it up to that same day? To like sit down, like to go in the same day. It's literally just like asking, like just like asking, like, yeah. So like, it's super simple. Like all I do is just pop it into my system. We we pull out a design for you and we just go over those numbers. Like you have a small place to sit and I'll just show you what it looks like. Nice. I don't even, lots of takeaway. Like they give you resistance or whatever. Like, so like, honestly, I don't even know if I can do this for you. Like, I'm not going to set an appointment for you to come back next week because like, if we can't do it for you, then yeah, I don't I don't want to sit here week blocking up my calendar. Like we, you got to be straight up with these people. Like yeah. they're humans, right? Like you can tell somebody. Like a lot of people are just afraid to lose the deal by saying something that sounds rude, but it's not rude. It's like yeah. you you're being rude to yourself if you're not treating your calendar like gold. Like if you're not treating your time like gold, like you're being rude and you're doing a disservice to yourself. Yeah. So like it's just takeaway. Like sir, I don't even know if I can do this for you. Like my job is super simple. I can't even sign you up right now. I don't even if you wanted to do it. I don't know if I can do it for you. Nice. Let's just find awesome. out. Let's just. My job is super simple. All I do is show you what the panels look like on your roof and how much money you would save if you did it, if you could do it. But the reality is, is like we don't even know. So let's just find a place to sit. It takes me ten minutes to build this up for you, and I'll present you the options. If you like it, great. If not, no big deal. I'll go talk to the next neighbor. Awesome. It's a. It's a. It's like you. You can't care. Like. You have to get that idea out of it. And I, and a, a big secret to success in sales, and I learned this I learned this from uh, Hal Elrod. And I was on, I, I had a private Q&A with him. Nice. And he said the secret, uh, the secret to success in sales is being committed to the process while being emotionally detached from the results. Hmm. I love that. So commit to the process emotionally detached from the results whatever happens whether they cancel on you whether they no show you whether they uh you know they cuss in your face they slam the door even if they sign up with you even if you know you get five referrals from them emotionally detach yourself from the results stay committed to the process that's money x number of doors x number of doors that's it x number of contacts x number of you know everything commit to the process detach the emotions from the results he said that's the secret to success it's very vague but it's just like it's so simple like it just if you commit to the process, you're always going to win. Yeah. And if you want to double your income, you double the process. Yeah. It's as simple as that. And a lot of people they get hung up on the the emotions of it. You know, maybe they'll go like three, four, five days. They won't get a deal. They they start doubting themselves. They psychologically like get in their head. Like maybe I'm not good enough. This that. Like you're you're too emotionally invested in the results. Just commit to the process. The numbers are always going to work out over time. Yeah. There's safety in numbers. Yeah. It's always safety in numbers. And that's huge. That's huge. And I think with newer ups, especially, I mean, you get guys that have get one or two deals on the week and then they quit and then those one or two deals cancel and they're devastated. Mm-hmm. Then they don't go work anymore. Mm-hmm. It's like they work less hard mm-hmm. when they've already got a few deals. Yeah. So yeah, it's a huge problem. And I think that's why people 
stop working. But mm-hmm. well, I mean, the, the the real the real thing, like what I boiled it down to, is like the how to control your income. It really boils down to two different things in this industry, and not just in this industry, in any sales industry, mm-hmm. right? The first thing is that you have to do is you have to master your craft. Like you just have to get super damn good. Yeah. So the first two steps. First thing is you master your craft, and once you mastered your craft, and you know what to say, how to say it, like like having ammunition, having six, seven, eight, nine, ten different ways to close a deal, like knowing knowing everything, like like unconsciously, really, like Jordan Belfort, he has four different levels of learning. So the top level of learning is unconscious competence. So like you, you're fully competent without even having to think about it. So once you have everything like memorized, mastered, um, in your back pocket, the next thing that controls your income, because after you finish the first one, mastering your craft, the next thing that controls your income is your work ethic and how much you work. Once you master it, it's all based on how much you work. Yeah. That's it. That is the True. controlling factor of how much money you make. Yeah. It's it. That's literally it. Sounds so simple. It's simple solar, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you break it down to the ridiculous, yeah, right? Like, yeah, no. yeah. No, that's money. Yeah, it's, and yeah, again, like you're saying, people just aren't working hard because they're getting paid too much. Yeah. <laughs> that's a big problem. Yeah, and like people yeah. work and they finish work and what do they do? Like after I finish work, I go straight to work. Like I finish my work, like if I'm at the doors, I finish work at the doors and then I go to training or role play or D to D U or YouTube or reading books. Like you have options. Yeah. Like, you, you have options. Yeah. Well, and that's what's incredible about you too, Mo, is like I see you winning these awards and stuff. I mean, I see Danny pissing those guys, Knockstar, give you the awards for winning their competition and all that. And I'm like, how does Mo have time to be like the top rep still mm-hmm. and sell all these deals? What was it? Eight deals you did. Um, didn't you do like eight deals in a week or something like uh, that? 13. Com- it was 13. 13, 13, okay. 13 in a week, five in a day. That was my, yeah. best, it was my best week. Yeah. It was just straight focus. Yeah, 13 in a week, five in a day. That's insane. Yeah. So obviously I'm sure that week you're more focused on sales than yeah. <laughs> your training stuff. Yeah. But, but yeah, how do you manage? Like, I mean, you're CEO of your company leading all these guys and then you're still producing mm-hmm. at a high level and it's, all that. What's, what's your uh, secret with all that? So I, I heard, so this was probably like three, four years ago, Jordan Belfort, he, um, it was, I was watching on straight line persuasion. He had a seminar and he was talking about, um, he said, so so he was he was already worth like fifty sixty million dollars at this time, and he was out knocking doors and he was doing like mortgages or something like that. And he was knocking doors, and people were asking him like, "Why why are you knocking doors? Like you you made it. You don't you don't have to knock doors." Like, and he said, and he he says, um, and it stuck with me. He said, "If doing, let me, let me I want to. I'm not. I don't have the exact wording for it, but it basically it basically went along the lines of like." Asking somebody to do something that you're not willing to do yourself is hypocritical. And people will not respect you. People will not follow you. And people will not listen to you if you're telling somebody to do something that you're not willing to do yourself. Money. And, and, and it stuck with me. Like, you know, it stuck with me. This is years ago. This is before I was even in door to door. And I've just always like known, like, I mean, it's just like it's lead by example, right? That's that's really what it boils down to. It's lead by example. I'm, you know, I'm not above anybody in my company. Like, I'm not above anybody in my company at all. Yeah. I, I, and sometimes I go out there so I can like show them like there, there's no reason for you to not be able to produce at high levels. Yeah. If I, if I'm the per, like the guy who is has the busiest schedule, you know, has the most responsibility, has if I'm still able to go out there and produce, like, what's your excuse? Yeah. There should be no excuse whatsoever. They're they're getting a ton more time at the doors than me. You know, I'm not at the doors enough. Yeah. 
had some food right for it. <laughs> um, you know, so, so like their exposure to the field it should be greater than mine. Yeah. So like there should be like absolutely no excuse. Like you just have to go. And like I pay myself the same red line as my managers. Like I don't have, it's not like I have access to special pricing to when I go and do it. It's like I pay myself the same, I pay myself commission. Like I'm, I'm the same exact, I get paid the same exact way as my managers get paid. Yeah. It's like, so it's not no special access or anything. It's just like, I just want to go and I want to produce. And I actually enjoy being at the doors. Like I, I, I'm, I'm making a, I made a commitment to my team uh, just because of my schedule. It gets a little bit busier now. It's um, every single month I will go out for one week. Like one week a month. It's a guarantee. Awesome. Every single month I'll go out for at least one week, seven days. That's my absolute minimum. If I go beyond it, that's great. Yeah. It's phenomenal. Like I like being out in the doors. Like I work from a place. Now when I go and hit doors, it's coming from a place of desire and want rather than a place of necessity. Nice. And when you can sell from you do better that way, yeah. you do so much better. Like when your back's not against the wall and you have to sell because you need to pay rent or whatever, it's like you suck at selling when you do that because people can feel that they feel that neediness. Yeah, for sure. But if you can go out from a place of like, when I go and I sell now, it's just like, I just want to go and find people who I can help. It's like, that's all my goal is. It's like, who can I help today? How many people can I help today? Yeah, and incredible. yeah, it's just like, you get your, your, your ability to go and produce just increases significantly when you're not doing it for yourself. Yeah. When you're truly doing it for someone else, that's when you're going to get massive, massive results. Yeah. Well, it's like you're telling me before, maybe we can talk a little bit about this that you're doing. Um, so Moe's, he's starting a challenge and I know you're going to release more details soon about it. We could, we could talk about it now. But, uh, yeah. but yeah, um, I thought that was an awesome idea that you had. So do you want to talk about a little bit about the challenge you're doing here in a few months? Yes. So, so, so the challenge is, uh, it's going to be at the end of April. It's the last week of April and it goes into, it goes into May. So it's, um, uh, let's see, when is it? All right. So it's going to be from April 26th mm-hmm. to May 2nd. Okay. So April 26th to May 2nd. I could be wrong. It could be March 29th to April 5th. It's one of those two, but I think it's the, I think it's this first one. I think it's April 26th to May 3rd. Okay. Is that what I said the first time? Yeah. Yeah. April 26th to May 3rd. So, um, I've connected with a few different uh solar uh solar salesmen and influencers in the solar space and what we want to do is we want to do a one week competition. So, uh it's 7 days. It's going to be self-gen only, uh doors only, no leads and uh, it's a $1,000 buy-in to be able to do it. And, uh, we have like 30 some people already like in there and contributed. And, uh, our goal is to get 250 people. So it's going to be $250,000 raised, a quarter million dollars raised. And it's going to be a solar, it's going to be a solar, basically free for all, like one V one V one up until like however many people we have, the goal is 250. So, uh, the winner of the competition gets to choose where, all of the funds get donated. So it's going to be a charity competition. The goal, like I said, is to raise a quarter million dollars to a charity and all of that coming from guys and girls that are in the solar industry. So whatever state you're in, you know, you don't have to leave your market, you stay where you're at, but it's a thousand dollar contribution and all of the funds get donated to a charity. We have a, we have a third party fiduciary like uh, that's, that's going to be holding all the funds. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, the, the last buy-in is April 20th. So it is April. Yeah. Okay. So, so the, so you have to have the funds in by April 20th. And, uh, yeah, I think it's going to be amazing and going, going to work and one being in a competition, competition drives me. So being in a competition and should drive you too. Yeah. Um, being in a competition just to have your name on that, like to be somebody who helps contribute a quarter million dollars, 
uh, and picking that charity that like that's going to make me want to go work way way more than me just going and making money yeah like it's it's a much bigger cause yeah and and like i think it's cool like to have you know so many people across the nation like get involved in it because i mean you're in a 250 person competition yeah. like if you can come out and be number one in that like that's huge yeah that's freaking huge and yeah. so uh yeah that's, that's that awesome. you know work, working working be, working for something outside of yourself is is always going to help you perform more and be more yeah definitely no so I'm, if you want if you want to join the competition i mean we have a you could you can message myself i'll give taylor the information here and cool. uh, you can reach out to you can reach out to taylor and he can get you in, involved in the group and stuff i'll, I'll add you to the group too so awesome. um yeah, I mean, we, we would love to have you really. Anybody that's in solar, it's a one-week competition, seven days, uh, self-gen only, all door-to-door, um, loan or PPA, whatever it is. It's just solar deals that close, like fully closed and move to the next step. So, Sweet. Yeah, man. Um, that'd be, that'd be fantastic. That idea. Yeah, and now I'm curious to see. I think I don't think anyone's done a competition mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. And like you said, most competitions are, oh, you win the trip, you win whatever. But I think knowing that your name could be on 250 grand mm-hmm. sent to mm-hmm. a charity or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a I charity of your choosing. Gonna, yeah, I think guys are going to come out blazing for that. Yeah. That already sounds something like it's I've huge. never worked for something like that. It's so. I mean, to, be, awesome. to, to, to invest $1,000 and then be able to put your name behind a quarter million yeah. just, for, awesome. just for doing your job at a very, very high level. Yeah. I mean... I mean, I don't know many people. I don't know many people personally that make a quarter million a week. Yeah, you know. So, so to be able just to put your name on something like that, and in the meantime, imagine all of the people that are going solar that are getting helped. Yeah, like if you get two hundred fifty people, I mean, probably at least that's probably at least like two thousand families. I mean, if you're getting some of the best people in the game, like yeah. you're getting at least two thousand families going solar. Because of a competition, like you know how much carbon offset that is, you know how much money that those families save, how many people are helped, like how much of an economical boost that that it's happening across the United States and cities and little counties and communities. Like it's the impact is so huge. Yeah, it's such a huge impact. Yeah. So being able to be a part of that, like I think that just be even if you lose, like you still get to you still get to contribute a, a crap ton to you know like the environment. And on top of that, if you lose, I mean maybe you hit the highest number of sales that you've ever had in your life and you yeah. make more money than Still you've ever won. made. <laughs> you made more money than you've ever made. Yeah. Like, yeah, you lost a thousand, but maybe it helped you make, you know, yeah. many, many multiples of that. <laughs> I'm sure you'll make at uh, least a thousand back. You'll make, you'll, yeah. If you're in the cottage, you'll make at least a great, I can guarantee that. <laughs> yeah, that's most promise. Yeah. <laughs> so that's awesome. So yeah, we'll definitely post that in the show notes, details, how you can find out more about that, more details to come. And then, uh, but yeah, speaking of competitiveness, no, it's, um, that's something I noticed in you, Mo. Like we were at a, this Knockstar event a few weeks ago and we're playing at indoor soccer on the field. And the two most competitive guys on the field are uh, Mo and then Taylor McCarthy. And they're also the best salesmen probably in the, <laughs> on the field. So I'm like, huh, there's something, something interesting here. I beat Taylor. Yeah, yeah. I, I was on your team. Yeah, you, yeah. Yeah, you were. Hell yeah. <laughs> Upper 90s, that man. felt good, man. I think Taylor's pretty pissed about that. Yeah, he's, he's already trying to get round two. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's competitive. Yeah. Um, but cool, man. Well, hey, I know we got to wrap up here pretty quick, but um, I do want to drop where guys can uh, connect with you and everything on Instagram and all that. Yeah, Instagram. I really only use Instagram. It's um, yeah. it's Fala the Leader, so my last name, F-A-L-A-H, and the Leader. So, like, 
follow the leader follow the leader yeah i love yeah. it play on words <laughs> that was probably like frick that's why you have so many followers man yeah they just have to follow just the, of the name yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but no mo's crushing it on the insta game and everything and trying to learn from him that um maybe we can do another podcast i know that's helped you guys a ton in recruiting mm-hmm. social media and all that mm-hmm. But uh, cool, before we wrap up here, Mo, any final words of wisdom that you want to leave to the solar industry or uh, or uh, any any nuggets you want to drop before we say goodbye here? Yeah, um, you know, really, like, I, I'm very, very big on intentionality when, like, really, really work on setting goals for yourself. Like, set a set a goal for yourself and make it a non-negotiable. Your, your confidence is going to go up when you hit your goals. Don't set, like, a goal that, like, is unreachable. And then fail on that goal, fail on that target. Be very, very intentional about what you do. Commit to commit to doing it and don't let anything get in your way. Like get all of the distractions out of your way. Everything that doesn't help you towards reaching your goals is just a distraction. And when you make a decision, decide means to kill off. Kill off anything that gets in your way. Kill off any indecisiveness. Kill off any people that like really just aren't serving you. And just stick to it. Just be, you're, you're going to look back after that goal is achieved or not achieved. And you're either going to be happy because of the discipline that you've had, or you're going to be regretful because of your lack of discipline. Like, I just don't want to look back in my life and regret anything. Just be very intentional. Be very, very decisive about what you're doing. Set, set a target that you know that you can achieve and build your confidence and grow from there. Like it's, it's really simple. It's, it's step by step. It's every single day work to get a little bit better, just just a tiny bit better every single day. Even if you have an absolutely crappy day and you wake up and you think everything's against you, like find a way to get better. Even if you read two pages from a book, like find a way to get better. Even if you're at the gym and it's and you're hating life and like you don't want to be there, just go through that workout and just like suck at that workout and just go through it. Just every single day, just aim to get a little bit better. Love that nugget nugget right there. And yeah, it's like they say, you can either have the pain of the discipline right now or the pain of the regrets. Nobody, you nobody, know, 20, nobody, year down the road. nobody, this is this thing. I realized this, this, this helped me start working out more. Ne- I re- once I realized that I have never once in my life ever regretted working out. Yeah. <laughs> True. I've never finished a workout ever in my life. I've never finished a workout and looked back and be like, man, I wish I didn't work out. Like, not, not once ever. And then I was like, okay, cool. So like, maybe I don't want to do it, but I know that at the end of it, I'm going to be like, I'm glad I did it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so true. Well, Mo, thanks for coming on the show. Um, I know we can go on forever, but appreciate it. I'm sure people will be reaching out and uh, hopefully we'll get tons of people in the week charity competition here. So go check that out. And uh, yeah, thanks for coming on the show, my friend. We'll be in touch. Thanks for having me. Love being here, man. Thanks so much for tuning into today's episode. I know when I got into the industry, I had almost no resources like this. So I hope this show is helping you get the success you deserve. If you found value from anything in this episode today, think about someone who it can benefit so you and I can help people fulfill their potential. Zig Ziglar said, if you help enough people get what they want, you will get what you want. So I promise by sharing this, it will help you grow and improve. The value bombs on today's show will take you one step closer to success, but it's always to the degree that you apply and execute the principles. I've spent the last few years interviewing the top solar experts and helping other reps and businesses discover their potential. If you want more help achieving your goals, then I put together an exclusive video training on three hacks that help me close multiple deals a week while knocking less than 10 hours. And who doesn't want that? So go check it out at webclass.solarpreneurs.com. Once again, that's webclass.com 
www.solarpreneurs.com to get exclusive access to the training and take your skills to the next level.